John 1 and verses 1 to 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God, his name was John. He was a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, nor of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out saying, this was, of he, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God the only one and only who is at the Father's side has made him known. Shall we pray? Father, we thank and praise you for the privilege you've given us to read your word. Your word is life to us. Your word makes all the difference in our lives. And even this morning as we come to receive the heavenly manna, we pray that you will prepare our hearts. We thank you for speaking to us prophetically. Thank you, Lord, for encouraging us. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for giving us, Lord, clarity in our own lives for every one of us. And we pray that you would prepare us to receive your word. We bind every spirit of distraction, everything that the enemy tries to do to take away the seed of the word of God. We pray that every work of the enemy will be stopped, that every work of the Holy Spirit will be released mightily among us. Apply your word to our hearts, we pray. Give me the grace to speak your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is a passage which talks about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This speaks about how God was in existence from the beginning. The triune God, very clearly revealing um, the physical incarnation of our Lord Jesus, right from the beginning there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, obviously referring to the word as he, a person. And goes on to say in verse 3, through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of men and goes on and on. It talks about John introducing the Lord Jesus to the world. He comes as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him men might believe. He himself was not the light, but he came only as a witness to the light. And that light was a true light that brings life to every man that was coming into the world. And John, as a forerunner to the Lord Jesus, comes announcing about the coming Messiah. And goes on to talk about Jesus in verse 10 that he, even though he was in the world the, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, born in a Jewish family, his own did not receive him. Yet to all, to, yet to all who received him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. 
and this word was a word that became flesh was 14 and made his dwelling among us the word which was there at the time of creation that spoke everything into existence the agent of creation comes down and becomes flesh and blood to dwell among us we have seen his glory the glory of the one and only who came from the father who was full of grace and truth that's why in the city we have a group of pastors who refute false teaching called as a grace and truth coalition john testifies concerning him he cries out saying this was he of whom he i said who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me from the fullness of his grace we have received one blessing after another the law was given through moses but grace and truth came through jesus christ no one has ever seen god but god the one and only who is at the right, father's side has made himself known the one who is unseen who sat by the father's side has made himself known to us this morning we could title this morning's message as heaven touching earth heaven comes down to earth truly this is heaven come down the god of all the ages the one who created everything all that is seen and unseen comes down to earth to mere men like us to fallen to a fallen race to a people who have yielded to sin who are born in sin who live in sin who perish in sin to people who are enemies of god because they have not kept the law of god the word of god they've gone away from god to a race to a people about whom god grieved that he created them at the time of the flood to such a people who were enemies of god to a people who do not deserve for god to come to them for a holy god a loving god to come to them comes down to us and here in this portion of scripture which talks about how god has made himself manifest among us how supreme he is how awesome he is how great and mighty is as we sang that last song how great is our god how great thou art of course those are one of those songs that to which any heart will get stirred to stand in awe of who god is and to say how amazing is this god but here we see in such a manner a description of this god who was from the beginning before creation who lives forever and ever who has no beginning no end who's the first and the last who's the author and the finisher of everything and he has made himself known and john records about who this god is and he truly had an amazing experience an encounter of the greatness of god in the island of patmos where the book of revelation was given to him he was experiencing a straight first hand revelation of this amazing god in the first chapter of revelation itself you will find the image of god that he saw which he could best describe in human terms which he could best describe in human terms god is beyond even that description and here john is taking careful um you know effort into putting into the details of who god is to say where he is from who he is what is his origin what kind of a person he is and how he has made himself known to us 
and um, there are three things that i that caught my attention as i was reading and studying this portion of scripture the three short phrases that i like to highlight which describes which opens the door for us to see or take a greater glimpse into the magnificence and the greatness of god and how he has interacted with us and what difference it makes in our lives in verse 3 the phrase through him through him verse 3 and then verse 4 in him in him and verse 12 in his name these are three phrases that uh opens the door for us to see the greatness and the magnificence of god and how he has interacted with us how he has dealt with us and what happens to us when we understand the nature of god knowing him you see that's where it finishes that whole passage that we read was 18 no one has ever seen god but god the one and only who is at the father's side has made him known has made him known and so this morning here we are to know him more he has made himself known and through his word we come to know him amen not to follow a system laid out by a certain denomination not to follow a certain kind of christian culture or to follow a certain set of practices based on certain superstitious beliefs but to know him and by knowing him everything is contained in it all that is needed for us all that is needed for life the way we ought to live life the way we ought to think about ourselves or the way we respond to life just flows out of knowing him knowing him and as heaven has touched earth and has made he has made his dwelling among us here we are this morning to know him more going back to the passage there we read through him as i said answers the question of inadequacy the phrase through him answers the question of inadequacy of man in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made through him jesus in the beginning right in the beginning was the word and that word became flesh that was 2000 years ago but in the beginning the word was with god and the word was god and through him the word through him jesus all things were made all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made all that is made all that is visible all that is invisible all that were created were made through him to see who made it he was the agent of creation he brought everything into existence from nothing that's the power of his creation he's a person of creativity not just to help us develop some creative skills but any form of creativity anything that is created anything which is creative which looks impressive everything he's the origin of everything he put everything in order remember the prophetic word also came that he is a god 
who made from everything which was not in order everything which is void he put them in order genesis chapter 1 and verse 2 says that the earth was formless and void and darkness was over the face of the earth and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters right there you see the spirit of god was the power of creation also right there in the beginning jesus did not come into existence on the 25th of december Jesus preceded Abraham Jesus preceded all of creation the triune god preceded preceded everything and he goes on to say in John 15 the same apostle John who began by writing through him all things were made and nothing was made without him says in John 15 in verses 5 to 7 i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not remain in me he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up thrown to the fire and burned if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be given you again this was quoted in the prophetic word that came to us this morning do you see how the holy spirit confirms to us the message this morning through the prophetic word same thing genesis 11 12 john 15 6 7 Jesus says apart from me you can do nothing we can only do everything through him all things were made only through him that answers the question of human inadequacy oh i'm called to do something i'm inadequate for it i do not have all that it takes to be all that i have to be there is a natural sense of inadequacy that we all feel quite often while we face life questions decisions challenges needs and nobody escapes all of these we face the challenge of our own inadequacy a lack of knowledge of tomorrow make our lives so inadequate we we feel so inadequate we feel so helpless at times while we have good intentions to help to be there to do all that it takes in the power of human strength we feel yet so inadequate in spite of all our capacities And so Jesus rightly said without me you can do nothing. Look at these women that morning when Jesus rose from the dead. Mark's gospel chapter 16 raise a question of inadequacy. And these are certain questions that we also raise quite often. Mark 16 verses 1 to 7 when the sabbath was over Mary Magdalene Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus's body they did not expect that he would rise from the dead Very early on the first day of the week just after sunrise they were on their way to the tomb they asked each other Look at the question verse 3 Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb these are kind of kind of questions that we ask ourselves who how can we do this who will help us who will roll away the stone for us the question of inadequacy 
it was not a question of doubt it was not a question of fear a question of inadequacy if you ever wonder how this would be made possible i have good news for you this morning you can do it through him through him all things were made and at the closing of the worship time and by the way worship doesn't stop with the last song we worship while we even listen to the word of god as we listen in awe of who god is we still worship while we work at office tomorrow in the morning we do worship while we do our best not to serve man but as doing it unto god we worship god work is not worship we worship god through our by doing our best this is a question of inadequacy which comes up again at another time by this rural young girl who thought this was shocking surprising unprecedented never heard of such an encounter and she raises a question in luke's gospel in chapter 1 and verse 34 to 37 when the angel came announcing to mary that you will have a child she asked a question she was shocked earlier first encounter verse 29 she was troubled at this words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be and the angel clarifies in verse 30 don't be afraid mary you have found favor with god you will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to give him the name jesus he will be great he will be called the son of the most high the lord god will give him the throne of his father david he will reign over the house of jacob forever his kingdom will never end great announcement but mary is asking a question in verse 34 how will this be mary asked the angel since i am a virgin how will this be who will roll the stone away for us how will this be i am a virgin it was not a question of skepticism like sarah raised well there was an announcement that she will be with child she laughed at it but this was again a question of inadequacy me that was shocking some angel talking to me and here i am a virgin how can i have a child how is this possible it's not possible humanly impossible do not be perplexed it was a prophetic word again that came again and again to us this morning do not be perplexed do not be worried looking at the questions of inadequacy how will this happen who will roll the stone for us maybe several kinds of questions raising in your mind again and again but the angel said beautifully verse 35 the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you so the holy one to be born will be called the son of god the holy spirit the power of the most high the power of creation will create the lord jesus in physical form an exceptional one of its kind only one time in history this would happen but mary your question of inadequacy is solved because of the power of the holy spirit who is able to create something which was not in existence jesus it is about him is said through him all things were made through him everything is possible the one who is able to form the lord jesus in the womb of mary where is humanly impossible which was possible and so he goes on to say 
ഇലിസബത്ത് has conceived and he goes on to say in verse 37 for nothing is impossible with god hallelujah that was a word that kept coming to us again and again for nothing is impossible with god why don't we say it together for nothing is impossible with god because all things are possible through him through him all that god has called you to be all that god wants you to accomplish all that god wants you to do will always bring to you a sense of inadequacy <laughs> all that god calls you to be all that god calls you to do will always bring to you a sense of inadequacy look at everybody who is called to greatness moses how can i do this i am a man who slow in speech he said look at samuel young boy jeremiah do not say you are a child was the word that came to him when he was called to be a prophet to the nations there was always a sense of inadequacy when god called someone to do his will Hallelujah. I don't care what kind of inadequacy you feel, you sense about yourself, about your family concerning the things that are going on in your life, but through him. Because heaven came down to earth. And through him all things were made. And so you and I also through him can do all things. Hallelujah. not by our strength not by our capacity not by our will not by our ability not by our wisdom not by our influence but through him through him quickly number 2 john's gospel let's go back to the text in chapter number 1 verses 4 and 5 in him was life and that life was the light of men the light shines in the darkness but the darkness has not understood it or darkness has not overcome it in some other translations in him was life through him all things are possible in him is life and that life was the light of men that life that was in him that he breathed into man that made him a living soul that life that propels every living thing that keeps the universe going that brought the worlds into existence that life that has been breathed that life which is there which is the fullness of life came to us as the light of men in a dark world in a world of distress in a world of of no hope there came this life which is the light of men and the the phrase in him answers the question of incapability there is life none of us can bring forth life there is one thing where we have zero capacity to do we cannot bring life jesus said i have the power to lay down my life and i have the power to take it back he has the power to lay down his life and the power to take it back there is power for him to handle life none of us have the capacity to handle the life the breath that we have in our nostrils 
nor do we have the capacity to handle our own lives you know the other sense of the word life day to day life the whole life on this earth we don't have the capacity the word in him there is life answers the question of our incapability and that light was the light of men light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not understood it darkness does not understand this light hallelujah the light that has enlightened us the life that has come into us darkness spirits of darkness are confused they are put out of order they are in chaos they are in confusion because of the life of god that has come upon us because in him there is life and in him there is no place for darkness and darkness has not overcome light but light has overcome darkness the smallest flame can dispel a room full of darkness even though the volume of darkness might be so great but the flame of light or the ray of light is so small but that little ray of light can dispel the enormous volume of darkness that was the light of men there is nothing that is inherently functioning in us that can make us to have life that can grant life to us or good existence or well being there is nothing inherently existing in us with because it is in him we have life all by ourselves we cannot operate in our own ways in by ourselves without any external providence of god we have nothing of greatness within ourselves by ourselves that can make us to have life or that can give life or that can help us to have a good life there's nothing inherently functioning in us that has its origin of its own there is no original source or nothing originates from us it is all from jesus in him in him man has no capacity to do anything in terms of dealing with darkness for right at the beginning even before everything was made was put in order before the days of creation everything was out of order and the bible says darkness was over the face of the earth who had any capacity to deal with darkness it was god who dispelled that darkness and formed the earth the waters the sky the stars and life and brought life into the world man has no capacity to deal with darkness we have no capacity to deal with demonic forces but in him in him darkness will not leave someone because of much education or because of a person's position in life or riches or his sacrifices or his pilgrimages to holy sites it only darkness only leaves by the light that comes from the life of Christ himself hallelujah whatever be the density of the gross darkness it leaves in him when you have when you are in him when you have christ in you all forms of darkness has to leave there is life that is the light of mankind that dispels darkness it cannot fathom or understand the power of the light darkness can never fathom the power of the light that is within us brother sister i pray that you would realize what it is to be in christ what it is to be in christ if you've been in darkness if you've been 
in sin if you been under the curse of sin under the curse of the devil if you been under witchcraft if you been under sorcery if you been under demonic oppression and possession and tormentation if you been through hell you will know what is the power of the light hallelujah you will know what it is to be in the light quite often some of us who probably had the privilege of being born into good godly christian homes probably were born into the light and had the light all the time and never had a real encounter with darkness never suffered the ill effects of the works of darkness probably some of us might find it hard to comprehend what it is to be in him to be in the light but if you've been through it if you've been through hell if you've been through the fire if you've been through the waters if you've been through the the havoc that the enemy played on your life you will know what i'm talking about to say in him in him there is life that is the light of men that answers the question of incapability you and i have no capacity of anything of our own of any kind but in him there is life hallelujah how were dead your situation might be how were dead your life might feel like to be how were useless you might think you've become and whatever be those words that have been spoken about you over you against you i want to tell you whatever has made you to become nothing sometimes words can kill people words can bind people words can literally bind people if you've been bound because of certain words that have been spoken over you against you i want to tell you there is life that can destroy everything that has bound you through any word that has been spoken against you there is a light that can dispel those darkness those words that that have have been spoken that said you are useless that stopped you that hindered you that kept you back that made you to hold back that made you to put your head down that made you to duck and run away that stopped you from facing people from facing the world that stopped you from moving forward that stopped you from taking decisions that stopped you from you know heading towards the destiny that god had laid out for you to see the plan of god unfold in your life that made to shut the door against you every such thing will be destroyed you have no power to deal with darkness but in him there is life and the life is a light of men hallelujah and darkness has not understood it i want to tell you darkness has no clue of what the power of the light is hallelujah people who are in darkness have no clue of what the power of the light that is in you nobody has no clue what it is to be in him and so reminding us again of the prophetic word that came to us this morning remain in me and when my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be granted to you john 15 and verse 6 and 7 acts 17:28 says in him we live and move and have our being we do not have our capacities of our own but in we live in him we move in him we have our being our existence and all that it needs all that it takes for your sustenance and your existence and your well-being is in him would you draw everything from him 
when his words remain in us and we remain in him whatever we wish we ask will be granted we don't have capacities of our own in him answers the question of incapability we don't have capacities of our own but in him quickly number 3 come back to john's gospel chapter number 1 and we read verses 12 to 18 yet to all who received him and those who believed in his name in his name he gave the right to become children of god children born of natural not born of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of god the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us we have seen his glory the glory of the one and only who came from the father full of grace and truth verse 16 from the fullness of his grace we have all received one blessing after another yet to all who received him to those who believed in his name there's something about his name in his name answers the question of insufficiency answers a question of insufficiency in his name yet to all who received him who believed in his name he gave them the privilege what was the right that he gave them to become children of god children of god to be a child of god is more than enough hallelujah that answers to the one who believed in his name becomes a children child of god answers a question of insufficiency well we always will struggle through insufficiency some of us may not struggle with insufficiency of finances sometimes it's insufficiency of health insufficiency in the areas of relationships insufficiency in the area of our own capacities insufficiencies in different areas emotionally probably there's a void in your heart there's a sense of insufficiency a void in your heart because of a loved one who passed by a void in your heart because of somebody who walked away from your life a void in your heart because of someone who turned a deaf ear to your request a sense of insufficiency a sense of feeling lack sense of lack we call children of god when we believe jesus comes full of grace and truth full of grace gracious and truthful full of truth the one who is gracious forgives us of our sins and accepts us as his own as his children truth opens a door for right living there are no deceptions there are no lies in him there's no falsehood in him in his name you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free the bible says we are set free from everything that is falsehood everything that is untruth when we know him our eyes are opened if you will just slip back to the previous page in luke 24 while jesus had risen from the dead two men were walking towards a village called ms and they were talking with each other about everything that had happened concerning the death and the suffering of Jesus was 15 as they talked and discussed these things with each other Jesus himself came up and walked along with him 
but they were kept from recognizing him they were talking about jesus actually oh you know you heard about all that happened in jerusalem when jesus asked them verse 17 what are you discussing together as you walk along they stood still their faces downcast they were so grieved that such a good man a prophet who is mighty in word and in deed you know they describe all of that was cruelly put to death on a cross they asked in jesus was 18 are you only a visitor to jerusalem do not do you not know the things that have happened there in these days what things jesus asked as if he did not know what had happened <laughs> he is the one who died and rose again about jesus of nazareth they replied was 19 he was a prophet powerful in word and deed before god and all the people and they describe how the rulers put him to death and all of that verse 25 he said to them how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken did not the christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory and beginning with moses that is the law in verse 27 in all of the prophets he explained to them that was said in all the scriptures concerning himself and as they approached the village to which they were going jesus acted as if he were going a father but they urged him strongly stay with us for it is nearly evening the day is almost over so they went in and stayed with them and as they were in the table he took bread verse 30 gave thanks broke it and gave it to them then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight they did not know even though they were right in the middle of what jesus was doing the fulfillment of the prophets the prophecies were going on right in front of their eyes their eyes were not open to the truth but jesus comes and reveals truth jesus is full of grace and truth forgive the woman who is caught in the act of adultery well they all came saying the law says you have to stone a one who is called who's caught in adultery what do you have to say jesus in fact they were trying to trap jesus but jesus said he who one he who is without sin let him be the one who will cast the first stone and jesus and every one of them walked away and jesus said neither do i condemn you go and sin no more there was grace and there was truth neither do i condemn you grace forgiveness go and sin no more he spoke the truth to her that would protect her from eternal damnation in hell spoke the truth jesus comes full of grace and truth and so for everyone who believed in this jesus who came full of grace and truth who accepted his forgiveness who accepted his grace and also accepted the truth of who he is where he said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me everyone who accepted him as the messiah him as the one who was sent down from heaven who accepted him as the truth received the right to become the children of god in galatians chapter 4 we see paul the apostle beautifully talking about sonship Galatians chapter 4 and verse 1 to 7 what i am saying is that as long as a heir is a child he is no different from a slave although he owns the whole estate as long as the heir is a child he is no different from a slave though he owns the whole estate he is subjected to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father so also when we were children we were in slavery under the basic principles of the world but when the time had fully come god sent his son born of a woman born under law to redeem those under the law that we might receive the full rights of sons because you are sons god sent the spirit of his son into our hearts hallelujah for all of us who received him who believed in his name he's given us a full rights because we are sons he's given us a full 
rights of sons and because you are sons god sent the spirit of his son capital s son of god the spirit of his son into our hearts hallelujah that same spirit which is in jesus the spirit of the son of god is in us the spirit who calls out abba father abba means father in aramaic so you are no longer a slave but a son and since you are a son god has made you also an heir not this heir heir descendant inheritor because you have believed in him that has answered the question of insufficiency i said as a son now does not mean that it doesn't apply to women and daughters the spirit of sonship as a child as a heir as a descendant and because you've been called as a son and you've become a heir what does a heir possess everything that the father owns hallelujah our heavenly father owns a cattle on a thousand hills hallelujah praise the lord the bible says in romans chapter number 8 in verse 16 and 17 romans 8 16 and 17 the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are god's children now we are children then we are heirs heirs of god and co-heirs with christ did you hear that co-heirs with christ that's why again the prophetic word came that we have all the authority and the power and the dominion given to us did you hear that all the power the authority and the dominion to rule over the earth has been given to us all that power that jesus had has been given to you you are a child of god you are a co-heir with christ co-heir with christ if indeed we share in his sufferings in order we may also share in his glory we share in his sufferings if we are willing to share to follow jesus all the way to be his disciple to suffer for him to stand for him to be ridiculed for him because you're a christian because you're a child of god because you're righteous because you're holy you might be put down you might be depri- deprived of many benefits and many things if you suffer because you are a child of god you will also inherit his glory you will share in his greatness glory is something that makes someone look great Hallelujah. Our job is to make Jesus look great in the eyes of people. And in turn he honors us where he also makes us look great in the eyes of people. We don't have to show ourselves great. If we attempt to show ourselves great, we will be the first award-winning failure in the world. he will make you great we don't have to pretend we don't have to act up we don't have to put on a show we don't have to dress up what i mean is to do things like how we could be impressive to others where we could look rich we could look great we could look massive people would you know go jaw dropping while they look at us and our family and what we're doing we don't have to do any of that If you share in his sufferings he will also make you share in his glory. Hallelujah. But realize that you are a child of God. And I don't want any of us to have an orphan spirit. An orphan, a fatherless spirit. But realize that you are a child of the most high God. 
you are not a slave you are a heir hallelujah that elder son who was in the father's house who had all the blessings of the father lived and talked and behaved like an orphan when the younger brother came back repenting and the father celebrated because once he was lost now he is found once he is once he was dead now he is alive and so he 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 put on a robe over him put on a ring in his finger and 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 and, and cut the fattened calf and called for a celebration and while this was going on the elder son came back home and saw all of it and did not even go to walk in to see what was happening in his own house but lived pretended talked behaved like a slave and asked the servant what is going on in the father's house do you realize that don't behave like an outsider with your heavenly father go to him for everything talk to him everything let him know everything he already knows all that you are and all that you need hallelujah he already has all that you need we don't have to behave like an orphan like he comes there and he is also angry that you know i have been in this house all this while but you have not done anything for me so that i can celebrate with my friends but you know what was the father's reply turn with me to luke's gospel chapter 15 this is what is called sonship which the father beautifully put it out for us to learn luke 15 verse 31 my son the father said you are always with me and everything i have is yours hallelujah that answers the question of insufficiency in his name whatever you ask in my name will be granted in my name they will cast out demons in my name they will heal the sick he is the all sufficient one and we have all our sufficiency in him in his name in his name john james 117 says every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights there was a father and a son who truly loved paintings they collected from picasso to all of the rafael and all of the great paintings they collected paintings and they hung them on the walls they treasured them the son went out on war he was posted at vietnam and uh, unfortunately um he died in the war and news came that the son whom the father dearly loved had died in the war and the father grieved very much and um, after a while there was a knock on the door one morning a young man came stood at the door the father opened the door and asked him what do you want and the man at the door said i am the man whom uh, your son protected when i was wounded he was carrying me to safety in the middle of that there was a gunshot that hit your son and he died and he said i am so grateful to you and i'm so grateful to your son for what he has done for me and so he said i have brought a gift for you and give it over to him the father opened it up and saw it was the a beautiful painting he brought a painting because he knew that the father and the son loved paintings they were collectors and so he brought a beautiful painting of the and the painting was a painting of his own son the son who had died the man who protected this young soldier so that was so amazing the father shed tears and was so impressed and he took it and hung it in the middle of his all of his collections in his living room and then a few um, days or months later the father also died and he owned a large estate and he was a very wealthy man 
and had a great collection of these paintings and so um they were about to auction these paintings and so the auction was on and um there the auctioneer was um had begun the auctioning and and said here we are we and all the wealthy people had come rich people had come with all their money to buy these expensive uh, paintings uh, worth millions of dollars so they were all waiting for the auction to start and and there was a little note that had been sent to the man who was doing conducting the auction and so this among all the paintings the painting of the sun was also there and so he said we're going to first begin with the this painting of the sun and uh, we can auction that and so he began the auction and um, everybody was against it and they said no no let's not do this i mean who wants this painting we don't want this painting we go for the big ones we came for you know those great uh, paintings uh, old ones but he said no i have no the choice i have been instructed right at this moment to begin with this and so he lifted it up and said you know anybody going uh, you know uh, any takers for these for this painting and nobody responded they were all agitated they were all upset but in the crowd at the back there was one old man not so educated looked very shabbily dressed obviously was not a very wealthy man slowly lifted up his hand and said 10 dollars and uh, the auctioneer went first time second time anybody 20 dollars anybody 20 dollars no nobody and so finally that first painting was handed over the painting of the sun was handed over to the old man who was shabbily dressed who was very poor 10 dollars he got it and then the moment it was given over the man who was conducting the auction said it's over the auction is over because the note that came to me said whoever takes the sun gets everything whoever takes the sun gets everything amen and so that poor man who is a gardener in that wealthy man's estate got the whole estate and all of those expensive paintings you and i have the son of the living god hallelujah whoever takes a son gets everything you and i are co-heirs with christ the question of insufficiency is solved in his name maybe bow our heads in prayer and thank god for we have our lord jesus christ with us through him we have the question of inadequacy solved in him the question of incapability in his name the question of insufficiency hallelujah remember these three phrases through him in him and in his name in his name every knee will bow every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father in his name darkness leaves in his name there is healing in his name there is all blessing for we are co-heirs praise the lord shall we just thank the lord thank you jesus thank you father hallelujah hallelujah glory to god we thank you master thank you jesus thank you father lord we thank you for speaking to us we pray your blessing upon our lives bless everyone thank you for ministering to us in a special way this morning we want to humbly receive the blessing of your word for through you we receive blessing after blessing blessing after blessing thank you for you are gracious and you are merciful full of grace and truth 
may your blessing richly rest upon your people. We give you glory, honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with us until Jesus comes in His glory. Amen. 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 May God bless you. God be with you. Uh, we have these Jesus film DVDs here. Those of you who like to uh, take some copies, it's 20 rupees per piece. If you like to give to your non-Christian friends, neighbors, you can take them. It's here in the pulpit, 20 rupees.